The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The year was 1939. There was a Hasidic Rebbe known as the Stechener, the Stechener Rebbe. The Stechener Rebbe and his followers were trying to escape the Germans' advance across Poland. They ended up in a city called Kolbasov. It bought them a little bit time, but they soon learned that the Germans were closing in on that town as well. The Rebbe and his Hasidim, they were trapped. It was a Shabbos. It was a Saturday when the Nazis' Yamach Shemam entered Kolbasov. The Rebbe and his followers were in the middle of the Shabbat meal when they heard the trucks rumbling and they heard the dogs barking in the distance. Some of the women and the children began to whimper, but the Rebbe, the Chechener Rebbe said, retaining his serenity and composure, he told them, be strong, be courageous, have a munah, have faith. The Hasidim discussed amongst themselves that while in the presence of the Nazis' Yamach Shemam, they needed to be careful not to accord their Rebbe any special reverence or respect, lest the monsters deduce who he is. And in their sick obsession to cause pain to Jews, they would find out who their Rebbe was, who their Rabbi was, and they would torture him in the presence of others and make them watch. So let's not give any hint who the Rebbe is. Don't stare at him. Don't help him. Soon the sounds were close. Raus, raus, out of the house, everybody shouted the Nazi shoulders, soldiers, demanding everyone come out. The poor, frightened families emerged from their small houses, all ordered to the center of town. And once in the center square, they were told that they needed to stay quiet, and each one needed to lift their arms up in the air, and they needed to keep them up. Anyone who put their hands down would be shot on the spot. This was again part of the Nazis' sick obsession with bringing pain, with bringing humiliation, with toying with the Jews. All was silent in the square. No one dared make a sound. The Hasidim and the family members of the Rebbe were careful not to stare at the Rebbe, but they would steal this occasional glance to see how he's handling keeping his hands up. Ten minutes go by, twenty minutes go by, thirty minutes go by. Try keeping your hands up straight. The entire time, he's an elderly man, and you begin to see, slowly, his hands are weakening. They don't know what to do. If they run to help him, they give it away, and that will cause him death. If they let his hands fall, that will cause him death. Suddenly, from across the plaza, this young girl steps forward, and she walks directly to the rib, and the crowd is watching in silence. Even the Nazi soldiers stopped to see, what does this girl think she's doing? Is she stupid? Did she want to get herself killed? She comes right to the Rebbe. The elderly holy man looks down and sees this little girl. It was none other than his granddaughter. She looks up at her Zaidi. She reaches up for his hands. And she says, it's okay, Zaidi. You can rest your hands now. I'm going to hold them up for you. As if he was finally able to lower a load of bricks, the Rebbe releases his hands and they settle into the arms of his brave granddaughter. The officer in charge decides to let the girl do it. Why? Because there's no way she's going to be able to keep up. This is really going to be fun watching this. And he warns her, now if your hands falter, you will get shot with the old man. But the girl didn't tire. She didn't flinch. 
as if she had somewhere this otherworldly force, she continued to hold up her dear Zadie's hands the entire time. The entire crowd stood staring in awe and silent prayer. And when any of them felt that they were on the verge of their hands lowering, all they did was they stared at this little girl and they gained strength from her and they kept their hands up the entire time. This torturous, pointless charade went on for hours until the sun began to set. Everyone watched and waited. The little girl continued to hold up her grandpa's hands. And light turned into darkness, and the nighttime ear grew colder, and miraculously the hands remained up. This was still the days before the deportations to camps, and most Nazi actions against Jews at that point were designed just to intimidate and to control and to mock, though they wouldn't hesitate to shoot if they had the excuse to. Here it was just to bring mockery to them. And when the hour grew late, the officer in command gave his order for everyone to go back to their homes. With dignity and pride, the Rebbe walked back home surrounded by his Hasidim and this incredible girl who restored their courage and their faith. Those who witnessed what took place that day and lived to tell the story, they would say that the incident reminded them of the biblical account of Moses sitting atop a rock with his hands raised towards heavens as the Jewish people were battling the Amalekans. And as long as Moses' hands were raised, Israel was victorious in battle. And when Moses' arms tired and his arms were falling, they would be losing in battle. And so Moses' brother and his nephew climbed to the peak, and each one held Moses' hands up high so that the Jewish people were victorious in battle. The survivors of Kolbasov always believed that they witnessed a miracle that day. Moreover, they saw an awesome sign from above saying, the future generations stood ready to hold up the torch of Yiddishkeit, that is the legacy of their grandparents, and so we will live on and we will survive. Indeed, that brave girl who held the hands of the Stachina Rebbe high that day would go on to become the matriarch of a great Hasidic dynasty that continues to thrive until this day. Over- Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.